I do have problems with buttons. It's my arthritic hands. Oh. No, I'm old. <laughs> I get it. You're old. Me. Yeah. I'm an old man. I'm an old man doing trivia podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one in 1912. Let's get trivia, trivia. I want to get trivia. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Monica, how are you? I'm great. It is episode 55. 55. 55. How are you doing today? I'm good. How yeah, are you? Not bad. We are in a lovely Ballard today recording, and we have a little kitty guest uh, that you might hear uh, from time to time today. The lovely Murderface is with us today. Murderface, you want to say hi? Murderface, what's uh, what's happening? And Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> what you have to do is touch her. Do it again. Let's see. Let's see. She might swap me. Maybe. Oh, hi. <laughs> she's, uh, she's pretty content just sitting there kind of uh, doing her thing. She likes it. Yeah. You have something to talk about, mm-hmm. and I think this would be the time to do it. Yeah, so my Wednesday night at the Blue Grouse is coming to an end. Oh, and not because Monica got fired. No, not that's because, not the reason. Not because Monica uh, burned it down to the ground, <laughs> allegedly. It's because they are moving. They are moving to uh, White Center, I believe. Yes. And I think they're going to open in like June. Right. So when they do move and open, there will be trivia there. Yes. We're planning to do it back in uh, when they get back open. And and it may be Monica, maybe somebody else hosting there. We're trying right now to find Monica another Wednesday night trivia night. So... Listeners out there, Monica fans, you Monica heads, you uh, <laughs> that is not <laughs> You need to uh, let us know if you know of a bar on Wednesday nights that desperately needs a trivia night or maybe a better trivia night. Uh, give us a, a jingle, and that means email, and that means quizfix at gmail dot com. Let us know if there's a place that Monica can uh, go host. But the last night. Is Wednesday, April 4th. Yes. And I would like everybody to come out on that last night and celebrate. And we should do like a post uh, Blue Grouse little party afterwards. Mm. Maybe extend it into the evening a little bit. Yeah. I think I'm going to hook up with you guys after my quiz in Renton at the Berliner. And then uh, we'll go and uh, do something and uh, pour one out to the great Blue Grouse at least their Georgetown location. Yeah. So, but uh, White Center, uh, my center should be fun. So look for that coming up in June. Hopefully it'll be open in time for the next tournament. Yeah. Which we'll be making announcements about in the next few weeks. Oh my gosh, already? I know, I know. Well, it's funny because people are already asking. I need to breathe. Yeah. Well, you get a few weeks to breathe. All right. Yeah. Also, on Saturday, the 31st, they're having a party at the Blue Grouse. Okay. As like their going away party or whatever. Right on. Which I don't think I'm going to be there, but whoever wants to go, it's on (laughs) Saturday. (laughs) But if you're going there, if you're a Monica fan, if you're a Monica head. That is not a thing. I've seen t-shirts. I don't know. There's no Monica fans. Well, there could be. There's Monica anti-fans. Well, yeah, there's lots of those. But there's, <laughs> we don't want those people coming out. We want the Monica fans, the Monica heads, the Monica <laughs> uh, devotees, disciples. No. No? Too much? Yeah. Okay. I think it's just enough, but that's just me. Uh, so, yeah, the Blue Grouse will uh, get back to there in in June when they reopen. In the meantime, there's other places to go. Monica's still... Uh, at her regular Tuesday and Thursday places. Hey, you know where the Monica fans uh, have their conventions? It's called the Monacon. 
Well, it wasn't, but now it is. Everybody, Monocon is uh, happening. Uh, oh, my God. Monocon is amazing. I want to will that into being right now. All I things have to Monica. tell you, because of this conversation, at Pono, like two weeks ago, there was a team that I had never seen before. I don't think they even knew that trivia was going to happen. Like they weren't there for it, but they were going to play. Mm-hmm. And they named their team Monica. And I have no idea why, because I didn't say my name. Oh, interesting. I didn't tell them who I was. Yeah. I don't even think they knew my name was Monica. Oh, interesting. But they wouldn't explain to me the reason why they chose it. Hmm. So it was real weird. I think those are some serious Monica heads. (laughs) But they're maybe a little embarrassed to be a Monica head around the actual Monica. And I can understand that. Yeah. So, you know, they they, they made a tribute. We got off the topic of Monocon, and I I really want to just (laughs) figure out where next year's Monocon is going to be. Probably in Seattle, because I cannot seem to get out of the city. (laughs) She's stuck here, folks. But but we like her here. So what it's like to not have a car. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll make Monocon in the most... uh, exotic seattle location we possibly can maybe someplace in the international district <laughs> okay like bush gardens or something like that all right you know something exotic yeah just outside of like king street station <laughs> yeah. it'll just be us getting dim sum as well as it'll be. <laughs> and, <I'm yeah>. down. <laughs> that's it monocon monocon <laughs> all right you ready to start this thing ready let's do it Now it is time for the lightning round. Oh no, lightning is coming down from the sky. It's bad. All right, these are questions. (laughs) (laughs) These these are questions that we're going to ask each other. What is your topic for me this week, Monica? So my topic for you is famous drunks. And I wrote this while I was drunk. Ooh. <laughs> I was haven't read it yet. In <laughs> the in, in the uh, trivia writing game, we call this the method action. <laughs> um, mine is a question on whiskers. Okay. And uh, I did that in tribute to Murderface since oh. we thought I, I knew Murderface was going to be with us today. He's so special. Murderface, what do you know about the, the whiskers? You've got some good-looking whiskers. No? Nothing? Mm-mm. All right, fine. <laughs> we, we didn't pay Murderface enough to be on the show. All right, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right, here we go through... Oh, that's adorable. Through <laughs> the lightning round. Number one, what president resigned from the Army during the Mexican War in 1845? Due to being too much under the influence of liquor to properly perform his duty. Hmm. The drunk president uh, reference that I know is Ulysses S. Grant. So I'm going to go with Grant. You're right. Yeah. Somehow he has gone into history as the drunkest president. I bet over half were like functional alcoholics. Yeah. Well, Way to go, president. <laughs> You're doing it. This is how presidents are like trivia hosts. <laughs> We're all functional drinkers. Question number one for you. Sarah Brightman made her stage debut in 1981 when she put on some whiskers to play Jemima in what musical? The Cats. It is Cats. Have you ever seen Cats? Mm-mm. I only know the song... Uh, memory from Cats, because everybody's covered that song at one point, including our, your favorite Barry Manilow did a little version of that song at some point. Oh. Yeah. Number two. The grounds of Ernest Hemingway's home in Key West are home to many cats with what unique feature? 
Wow. You got me a cat question on my whisker round. That's very nice. <laughs> um, what is the feature? And I've heard this before. And I have friends who have actually been there. That's one of my bucket list places is Key West. I really want to get down there. Um, that maybe we can have Comic Monicon down there. <laughs> maybe. Um, the, all the cats are... Hmm. I'm going to say all the cats are male. No. Mm. How would that work? I don't know. <laughs> they have six toes. Oh, they're all inbred. Kids. They have the little extra thumb. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of something unique, and it would be unique if they were all male. That is unique. <laughs> and a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how reproduction works. No, I don't. Uh, question number two. <laughs> we'll um, talk after the podcast. Oh, I'm so excited about this talk. When a mommy cat and a daddy cat love each other very much. <laughs> uh, number two. On catfish, uh, the catfish whiskers have a name that sound like a piece of exercise equipment. What are those whiskers called? Hmm. I didn't know they had a name. It sounds like a piece of exercise equipment. Yeah. What's exercise? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you and I both get stumped. It's like, you know, something you'd see at the gym. Like, uh, people? <laughs> All I can think is a treadmill. It doesn't really sound Tread- like a whisker. Oh, they've got these fantastic long treadmills coming out of there. Uh, I don't know. They're called barbells. Oh, yeah, B-A-R-B-E-L-S, <laughs> barbels is what they're called. Those what they look like whiskers, but they're not whiskers. Do you know what they're for? Uh, they are for sensing the things around them. They're also used for, in, especially uh, catfish, which are bottom feeders, bottom dwellers, uh, to be able to sense things in low light, um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of what regular whiskers are for. I mean, just to kind of sense the, the their surroundings. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why they're they, somebody thought they looked like whiskers, but they're they're not. They're barbels. Barbels. Yeah. Question number three. <laughs> what world? <laughs> I forgot well, about that, this one. That, that. <laughs> now we're, I'm now just remembering you wrote all these drunk, <laughs> and I haven't reread them. Oh, this is a beautiful thing. <laughs> I hope they make sense. I hope they do too. What world leader was discovered drunk in his underwear trying to hail a cab on Pennsylvania Avenue during a visit to President Clinton? He was trying to get a pizza. (laughs) Oh, how about... Let's see, who was around in Clinton's time? I'm going to go Boris Yeltsin. You're right. Oh, Yeltsin. (laughs) He was he was a, a drunk buffoon, and wouldn't you love to have him back now? He was a lovable drunk buffoon. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still alive? I don't know. I don't know. Hello, he, Boris Yeltsin. Come on, Boris. Have a drink. <laughs> have a drink and give us a call. <laughs> Quizfix at gmail.com. <laughs> That's where you'll call us. Yeah. <laughs> Get that pizza and give us a jingle. Question number three for you. On what TV show could you follow the Whisker family, a family of animals in the Kalahari Desert? Oh, was it Meerkat Manor? That is Meerkat Manor. Now, you seem like somebody who would have watched Meerkat Manor from time to time. I did. um, I I haven't had, like, TV. Right. So it was just kind of like whenever I happened to have the opportunity, but I did like it. It was very cute. Yes. I love the way they stand up. (laughs) You think they're people. (laughs) Would you like it if your cats stood up all the time? I absolutely would. And then would you require them to wear pants at that point? No. No, you'd just be like, yeah, run run wild, run free. (laughs) Run on two legs. 
I don't think I would want him to run on two legs, let me, but just like stand up. Let me tell you, if, if I went home and the cats in our house were like standing up and walking around, I'd probably leave. That would be like, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're, not doing, we're not doing that at all. Remember the Simpsons episode where they got a new dog and it was like this wonderful, amazing collie that could do everything? Oh, right, right. And the... Santa's little helper and the cat were feeling pretty ignored and at one point they were walking around and they're like <laughs> we love you <laughs> exactly what I do not want my pets to be doing creepy no you've got two extra legs use them <laughs> number four what actor slurred his way through wine and other commercials in the late seventies, in his late years, in his late, <laughs> you wrote that in your late drinking period, late last night or early this morning. It's hard to tell. Well, that's so in, in wine commercials. I'm going to think this is uh, probably Orson Welles. It is. Yeah, yeah. When he was doing the, uh, uh, oh, Paul Masson. We will serve no wine before it's time. <laughs> yeah. There's some great, and uh, if I can find one, I'll put it right here. But uh, there's some great audio of some of those takes. Take three. Action, please. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. Inspired by that same French excellence... It's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So Paul Masson. Uh, question number four for you. During the 2002 Winter Olympics, what speed skater's look inspired fans to sport fake whiskers under their lower lip? I don't know. No? I don't know any speed skater's names. Well, this one is named Apollo Ono. Okay. Okay. He had funky <laughs> facial hair, and his fans would wear put the little thing underneath the little soul patch as a tribute to him as they were standing. What in the year Saints. was it? Two thousand two. Oh. Yeah, he's a uh, he's actually a Washington State guy. Yeah, you've had like a few questions about him yeah, while the Olympics were going. Because he set a whole bunch of records. I think he's still the most awarded Winter Olympic athlete ever. Um, Ever? Yeah. Or American? Maybe American. I'll have to look that up. But uh, yeah, he won a lot. Oh no, I didn't get that question right. (laughs) I I get it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to end it. We're going to rename this the White Lightning Round for the moonshine (laughs) she drank while she wrote it. I apparently ended this round on a real happy note. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend that as you were as you were writing this last question, it was right as you were passing out. It just <laughs> faded into, into into oblivion. It wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, what painter's life was ended early at age 44 when he? <laughs> God, I'm so redundant. When he drunkenly ended his life. <laughs> And another's by driving into a tree at 80 miles per hour in 1956. Holy shit! That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of stuff there. Uh, <laughs> I believe that is Jackson Pollock. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was a big drunk. Yeah, which totally explains his painting. Yeah, just get boozed up and be like this. I'm what and just. <laughs> splatter some paint around and then people go that's that's pretty good that was a, a fantastic question <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually really glad that i did not go back and read these I, i'm i'm very i'm very i love getting the unedited un, uncorrected versions of these just imagine myself writing this like this is great this is an awesome question how many times can I say ended his life in this question? <laughs> All right. Here is the last one for you. Number five. 
What song praises the virtues of raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens? Uh, my favorite thing. Yeah, it does. Fun little uh, sound of music. Mm-hmm. Will you sing a little bit for me right now? Uh, raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. And that is amazing. <laughs> Didn't No lyrics, just right off the top of the head. That was incredible. <laughs> All right, how do we do here? Or do, you have, do I have one more? Or was that no, it? No, that was it. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, yes. You, you got one, two, you got three right. You got four. Oh, well done. Well done. All right, everybody. That was the lightning round. It is now time for game prep. Yay. <laughs> oh, have another drink. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> All right, we're going to get you ready for this week in pub quiz. And we went birthdays this week. And here's the reason why. There were just so many. There were so many I had to cut out. I could have I could have done a whole round just on March 26th birthdays. It was incredible. I really had to limit it down. So uh, hopefully this all helps you out this week. Here we go. March 26th, 1923. Happy birthday, Bob Elliott. Happy birthday. He is half of the comedy duo Bob and Ray. His son, Chris Elliott, and his granddaughter, Abby Elliott, were both members of Saturday Night Live at some point. Chris Elliott, you probably remember. He was in the Groundhog Day. He was the guy who drove the van in Groundhog Day. Drove the van? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He guy. was in Home Alone. Home Alone. Cabin Boy. Cabin Boy. Yeah, yeah. So his dad, Bob Elliott, was this comedy duo called Bob and Ray. Do you know Bob and Ray at all? No. I'm going to play some Bob and Ray right after this. They were this very straight-faced comic duo that was everything was very understated. Uh, and kind of slow, <laughs> and it was fantastic. Oh, uh, so yeah, I want to. I'll play something right here. Just a few moments ago, over here in Ocean City, New Jersey, they crowned the winner of the 1970 Most Beautiful Face contest, and uh, we've been granted the first interview with the winner. Is our lovely guest in front of the camera? Yes, I am. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Uh, you're a man, aren't you? That's right. Well, you must be the first man who've ever won the most beautiful face contest. I believe I am. <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest with you, I was all set to talk to a young lady. Uh, I don't know if my questions are particularly appropriate. Your vital statistics? Seven and a quarter, 15 and a half, 32. <laughs> March 26th, 1931. Happy birthday, Leonard Nimoy. Happy birthday, Leonard. Best, best known for his guest spots on TV shows like Bonanza, The Twilight Zone, and of course, TJ Hooker. Oh, yes. Oh. I can't believe that's what he's best known for. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of something else. <laughs> Oh, wasn't he on The Simpsons a couple times? Yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah. He was on that monorail episode. I think he played somebody named Leonard Nimoy. It's kind of obvious casting. Yeah, but nobody knew who he was. <laughs> what is your favorite Spock thing? Do you have a favorite Spock thing? Because he was in... He made appearances in other other versions of Star Trek. Is that right? Um, he was in a two-parter episode on The Next Generation. Okay. But that's about it. Oh, okay. I thought maybe he had done more than that. I know he's in a bunch of the movies. Yeah. 
he came back and stuff. Well, we we miss Leonard Nimoy. Totally. Quite a bit. Uh, March 27th, 1935. Happy birthday, Julian Glover. Happy birthday. Uh, this British-born actor has had roles in not just three, four huge film franchises. Take a look at this. He played General Veers in The Empire Strikes Back. He played Aristotle Christados in the James Bond film For Your Eyes Only. He played uh, Walter Donovan in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And he's played the giant spider Aragog in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. That's pretty badass for a guy who's not a huge star to be in four major film franchises. And he's currently on Game of Thrones. So, what a career. I'm trying to think of who he is. Exactly. He's not somebody you would uh, just immediately see, but I've got a picture of him right here. You would like to see a Julian Glover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Again, not somebody who would just be like, oh, yeah, that guy. But you look at him and you're like, oh, that guy's British. <laughs> yeah, he plays an American in Harry the, Potter. In, yeah, an American. Game of Thrones. That American spider, Aragog. <laughs> yeah. He was London born. He, he was a London born spider, but he lost the accent for for the movies. He sounds like a nineteen fifties gangster. <laughs> I'm a spider, see? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guarding that chamber. It's got secrets in it. Chamber the spider of does not guard the chamber. Well, I'm just making a joke here now, <laughs> Monica. Tell me what the spider does in Chamber of Secrets, please. He was. Uh, he was Hagrid's pet, and now he lives in the Forbidden Forest or whatever. Right, and he almost kills uh He does. And... Hagrid sends them out there. Right, they had to follow the spiders. And, and... they almost died. Yeah, but it was, he wasn't going to eat them, but his babies were going to yeah. eat them. He's and... like, I won't because you're Hagrid's friend, but I can't stop my millions of children. Yeah, well, you could have. Yeah, he could have, yeah. but he didn't. No. The adults in Harry Potter are so mean. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have yeah. total disregard for safety. <laughs> they really do. It's like, <laughs> hey, we we really want to get that Dark Lord out of here. Let's send the children. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's dangerous things happening over. How about the child? How about the babies? Are there younger kids we can send to, to their dooms? Because if there's younger ones, who's unborn yet that we can just like get in there and just. Yeah. Send in the feti. <laughs> <laughs> the fetal army. Yeah, this spider doesn't like those feti, see? Yeah. Oh my god. Next. <laughs> Next. March 27th, 1969 or 1970, which one? Well, that's the funny part of this. Okay. Happy birthday, Mariah Carey. Happy birthday, Mariah. Best known for her starring performance in T.J. Hooker. (laughs) (laughs) She played Leonard Nimoy in T.J. Hooker. It was amazing. In the 2001 movie, Glitter. Terrible, terrible movie. Also, she has had 18 number one hits in the U.S. Tied with Elvis. And only two behind the Beatles. Now, the date thing, I was on Wikipedia, and they said that they could not, uh, they have both 1969 and 1970 listed as her date. So she's one of those people that hasn't quite announced exactly how old she is. Then it's 1969. It's probably 1969. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If, it, if, it just, if it's just one year, it's okay. One year is not going to make a difference. Maybe it did at some point. Maybe she did that to get into the army. Like Actually, she was like 15 years old and she wanted to go. Maybe it was 1970. Yeah. But 69 is her favorite number. So oh. she wanted to change it. Why would 69 be a. Oh. We'll talk about it after the podcast. Oh, I'm going to learn so much after the podcast. I'm very excited. When a mommy Mariah Carey and a daddy Mariah Carey love each other very much. <laughs> Nothing sexier than daddy Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I had a vision of love. <laughs> I want to change my name to Daddy Mariah Carey. <laughs> DMC. Glitter. You can be run and I'll be, it'll be run Daddy Mariah Carey. 
That's what it stood for. <laughs> March 28th, 1836. Happy birthday, Frederick Pabst. Happy birthday. The German-born American brewer who created Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Now, the company claims its beer was named America's Best at the 1893 World Exposition in Chicago, but no records back up that claim. Also, Pabst comes from the German word for Pope, which I've used as a trivia question. Uh, and one of my players loves that question so much that he orders a Pabst every time he plays trivia. <laughs> he got that question while drinking a Pabst, didn't know the answer, and was when I revealed that the answer was Pabst, he looked down at his can. He was like, well, God damn it. It's right here. <laughs> does it say Pope on it? It doesn't. But uh, the German word for uh, Pope is Pabst, P-A-P-S-T, and uh, Pabst is a version of that word. Mm. So you're drinking the little Pope beer. The but, little Pope beer. But I am. I was curious, and I still need to do some more research on this, on why the Blue Ribbon. Some claims are they just put Blue Ribbons around for the advertising and not it never really won anything like it was on the exposition but everything like won a participation ribbon at some point and they were just like oh we're just gonna make this that we were america's best they had participation trophies in 1893 <laughs> they didn't want to make all the other brewers feel bad you know they all tried they all tried the best and after there was orange slices for the whole team <laughs> They got to go out for pizza. <laughs> and root paps. <laughs> root pope. March 28th, 1966. Happy birthday, Cheryl Renee James. Happy birthday, Cheryl. Better known as Salt in Salt and Peppa. The first female rap act to have gold, platinum, and multi-platinum albums. And the first female rap group to win a Grammy. Favorite Salt and Pepper song, go. Uh, let's talk about sex. We're going to do that after the podcast. <laughs> but what is your first, your favorite Salt and Pepper song? What's yours, Puka? Puka, what is it? Oh, <laughs> that sounds like Shoop to me. Shoop, Shoop, Shoop. Shoop is one of my favorite uh, karaoke songs to watch people do karaoke to because most people know the shoop part mm -hmm. and then they get lost after here I go, here I go, here I go again and then it kind of falls apart after that. <laughs> yeah. And then they get back onto the shoop, shoop part. Push It's pretty good. I love Push It. That that's mm -mm 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 that it's not much of a rap song, but the that music of that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, March 29th, 1955, happy birthday, Marina Sirtis. Did I say that right? Sirtis? Uh, Sirtis? I actually don't know. Okay, good. She's a London-born actress best known for her portrayal of Commander Troy in the Star Trek universe. Now, we've got two Star Trekies things here, but I want to ask you, your thoughts on, on Deanna Troy? Fan? Not a fan? Okay with her? Some, yeah. She's kind of divisive in the Star Trek folks. Um, I hate the outfits that they made her wear. I, I, I'll go along with that. They make her look like some like, flat-ass cheerleader or something. Yeah. I like to say that I can tell which season it is by how big her hair is <laughs> and how dark her lipstick is. Ooh, that's interesting. Because it changes. Yeah. Like, her hair in the first couple of seasons is like this gigantic bun on top of her head. Right. And then it kind of lowers more and more. Right. And her lipstick gets darker and darker. Oh, interesting. Okay. I always felt it was interesting. Well, not interesting, but bad writing on a lot of parts where she's supposed to be this empathic creature. What, what are they called? What, what's oh, the race? Oh, they're betazoids. Thank you. Um, and a lot of times, like, somebody will be, they'll be in a meeting and somebody will be mad, and she'll be like, I'm sensing anger. And it's like, yeah, everybody's sensing anger. <laughs> There's a drinking game that we play, and one of the reasons to take a drink is if uh, Deanna uses her empathic abilities to say something really obvious. <laughs> like, oh, that's a drink. <laughs> I'm sensing somebody in this room is breathing. <laughs> 
Make me wear that ugly outfit. <laughs> is that your is that your Marina Sirtis <laughs> no. impression? Because she's sounds kind of southern. She's not. Captain, I'm sensing danger. <laughs> I'm sensing apprehension in the in the alien uh people that we picked up on uh The alien people. The alien people. I don't know things. Actually her accent on the show isn't her real accent. She's British. Well, yeah. She has a slight something accent on that show. Yeah, but it's not American and it's not her accent. Interesting. I've never heard her speak other than on that show. So I don't think I have either. Let's invite her to Monocon. <laughs> this is just going to turn into a Trekkie convention. <laughs> I, I think you would be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, especially if I got him for free. March 30th, 1853. Happy birthday, Vincent van Gogh. Happy birthday, Vincent. A Dutch post-impressionist painter. According to legend, he only sold one painting, the Red Vineyard, during his lifetime. Now he has had nine of his paintings sold at auction for over $60 million each. The most expensive, the portrait of Dr. Gachet. Sold in 1990 for 138 million. How about that? Yeah. Now that I say according to legend, because uh, it's never been bling. It's never been verified for sure that he only sold one painting. But that red vineyard only sold for like what basically a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. in today's, and now it's worth you know well over 50 million. Um, well, if he'd only sold one painting, like, what else did he do? Oh, just odd jobs, clean clean up after people. Oh, okay. You know, just, you know, uh, I think he taught children for a while. Um, he was a policeman. He was, really? He was a spy. Oh, you're making things up. I made up all those things. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I trust you so? I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's it. That's it. All right. That is your game prep. Misunderstood in my acting, but I just don't know. And I feel just a little bit crazy, like Vince and Van All right, it's time for the audio round challenge. And uh, I had a lot of people say that they liked the movie one that we did last week. So we said, why not just keep that rolling, but do a TV one this week? We'll take a little music break for a couple of episodes. So we've got clips of TV shows. And we're going to guess what TV shows they are. And how did you pick your shows, Monica? Oh, I thought we were still doing the comedies thing. That's fine. That's so what I did I, all comedies. That's what I did too. <laughs> okay, good. We didn't really. We were just like, why don't we do TV ones? And it was like, okay. And then we didn't really talk about it after that. <laughs> no. So when I started putting this together, I was like, comedies are we doing? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do comedies. And <laughs> if she ends up doing dramas, then we'll just have contrast. So yeah. now I'm hoping that we don't pick some of the same ones. Yeah. Yeah. Did you pick a range, like an era? Did you just pick your favorites? My favorites. Nice. I think you're going to get all of them. I think you're going to do well on this one, too. Really? Yeah. Because I think we have similar tastes in comedy. The only thing is mine might be a little older. Yep. That might be the toughest thing. But only two are not, like, older than the 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So everything else is is pretty current. Do you want to go first or second? I will go first. All right. Here we go with uh, TV clip number one. What? Uh, hi, Mama. It's Lens. It'll fly out on its own. Why are you calling me? What do you need? Uh, very nice, Mom. I don't need anything. My daughter needs some new school clothes. Ah, Buster! It's a bird. I know it's a bird. I'm on the phone. It walks on my pillow. <laughs> I love Jessica Walter. Yeah. If she wants to be in everything, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's from Arrested Development. Yeah. Oh. 
It walked on my pillow is one of my favorite lines in that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That still the fav- my favorite thing of that ever is when they try to impersonate chickens. Yeah. And nobody seems nobody do. seems to know Has how Has anyone to- in this family ever seen a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's a great show. Uh, all right, here is number one for you. That wasn't the fire bell, right? Well, how are we supposed to know that wasn't the fire bell? Because it doesn't sound like the fire bell. <laughs> it didn't. It did. No, it didn't. The fire bell is a different... It's a semitone higher. A semitone? At least, anyway, the fire drill doesn't start till 12 o'clock. It is 12 o'clock. Well, it is now, but that's because we've been standing about arguing about it. Is that from Faulty Towers? That is from Faulty Towers. Yay. That is maybe one of the best episodes of TV ever. The Germans is the episode. Don't mention the war. Don't mention the war. <laughs> Between the fire drill and the Germans and him trying to hang the moose. Oh, yeah. And his wife is in the hospital to get like uh, some sort of like toenail or hangnail removed or something yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, it is just, it's just perfect. I love that show. I do too. It's a little cringy at some points. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's super cringy at some points, but uh, it's amazing. All right. Number two for you. So, uh, what happened? I'm disabled. How? How what? How are you disabled? Uh, Leg disabled. Do you have a wheelchair? Yes. Where? Stolen. How did they get in? I don't know. Uh, 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 uh. Hmm. I don't know what that one is. No. No, but I'm I'm, I'm going to take a guess. Okay. Is that from Peep Show? No. Ah, uh, okay. Peep show doesn't have a laugh. That's what I thought. I was trying to think of my English comedies. It's the IT crowd. Oh, and I used to watch that, but I don't do not recognize the voices. <laughs> it's my favorite episode ever. I don't recognize any of the voices. Well, he was putting on that high pitched "I'm disabled." Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I hate the fact that I've seen that show and really love it and still missed it. That's, Do you remember that episode now? It's been years since I watched IT Crowd. So they go to uh, a play and he has to use the toilet. So they go in and there's like a toilet guy, you know, who like wants a tip. Oh, they're like, yeah. And they can't pee in front of him. So they like pretend to pee and then like give him a tip and leave. He's like, I just paid a pound not to go to the toilet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's the disabled toilet. And he's like, I'm just going to go in there. And he goes to flush and he pulls like the flusher. But it's not a flusher. It's a string attached to a thing that like is emergency. Right, right. So people come to the door and they're like, are you okay? He's like, uh, uh. I'm disabled. (laughs) (laughs) Two things. Uh, I used to work in IT, and that was one of the shows that people watched and loved a lot. And we could definitely relate to a lot of the stuff, especially in the first season where they're really talking about office Yeah, they kind of don't talk about it after the first season. They kind of went away. And second thing. But uh, have you tried turning it off and on again? (laughs) Oh, I used to have a thing on my door uh, at one of the jobs that said, when in doubt, reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Try that first. I Uh, would never call IT without rebooting first. Yeah. You you would. Well, And then I have to tell them that I did it and I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it got to the point where people would be like, okay, I did reboot. And then I've got this problem, and then we can go fix it. Yeah. So, well, the second thing is I I, I want you from now forever to refer to that job as toilet guy. <laughs> That's what they call him in the show. There's a toilet guy. Love that. Love that. <laughs> All right, here is number two for you. Do you ever feel any longings to return to your home? Back to the ancient cultures and traditions? Back to the shrines and temples of your ancestors? Back to the terraced hillsides and the cherry trees. 
I was born in Omaha. <laughs> we got a city in Nebraska. Sounds just like that. What is this? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> what were they talking it's about? It's two of my favorite uh, characters from the show. Uh, the show's called Barney Miller. Okay, and, I would uh, never ever would have gotten uh, that. One of my favorite all-time shows, a sitcom. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's a sitcom that takes place in a New York police station, and really never leaves the police station. It just kind of all takes place right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, two of my favorite characters that was Dietrich, played by Steve Landisberg, and Yamana, played by Jack Sue, and. Uh, uh, just two of my favorite characters kind of interacting, but that was kind of what the show was about was kind of the, those sort of dialogue moments trying to people trying to relate to each other. So is he Asian? Yeah. Jack Su is, is Asian. Oh, and he thinks he's Chinese and he's like, I'm not <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Omaha. We got a city in Nebraska. Same. Sounds just like it. That's funny. <laughs> All right, number three. Yes. You're allergic, You're allergic to roofs. I'm allergic to roofs. That, uh-huh. You can ask my doctor. How does that manifest itself? How are you allergic to roofs? If I look at them, I throw up. <laughs> we had a description about a gentleman of your height, your stature, with a little hat. What, did they, what, what the was the person's name? Well, what I guess you might rhyme with Mary or Harry. My name isn't Mary or Harry. My name is... Terry. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh reno 911 yes it is nice it's one that i've only i never watched regularly but every time i saw an episode i enjoyed it quite a bit it's so good yeah and it's all a really good binge watching show yeah. you could watch it while you write it would be real good and a lot of those people have now gone on to like fame and fortune i mean there's lots of people on that show that have showed up in other things mm-hmm. uh and when you watch stuff like brooklyn 99 and shows like that the sensibility of those shows of reno 911 kind of sneaks up i keep calling it nine reno 911 Why? <laughs> sorry reno 911 <laughs> reno 911 reno 911 reno 911 okay sorry everybody yeah what's his name uh thomas lennon thomas lennon yeah <sighs> Love him. He's so funny. All right, here is your next clip. You can't be. What can you do underwater? Okay, okay, I can see you. You're swimming underwater. That's nice, and and you can breathe underwater. Okay, that gets a little boring after a while. But then, then he can talk to the fish. What the hell would you want to say to a fish, Doc? Uh, you know, Aquaman swimming around. Hi, fish. Hi, Aquaman. Have you seen anything unusual under the water? Hi, Aquaman! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Is that Dave Chappelle? It is Dave Chappelle. He was a guest on this show. And... uh, Oh, is it Dr. Katz? It is Dr. Katz! Oh, I'm so happy that you got that. That is one of my all-time favorite shows. Yeah, was that on Comedy Central, right? Was, yeah, yeah, and it ran for a long time. It did, and you can watch a lot of episodes now online and see like a lot of comedians that came you probably through there. some of them you probably didn't know, and now you do. Maybe. Oh yeah, like John Stewart, who was a stand-up comic at the time, has an episode. <laughs> uh, there's, just, I mean, just Mitch Hedberg and Dennis Leary, and. <sighs> Um, it's amazing. Be really great to go back and watch those. I did a video and weird, around like, on those. Wiggly animation. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and H. John Benjamin, who is Archer and Bob on Bob's Burgers, plays his son. Oh. So you get and there's a lot of I almost I tried to find a clip of their interaction like during they always have these like little morning interactions where they make fun of each other. Yeah. And they're always very funny. And I just remember listening to that voice and it's like, oh my God, that's Archer and Bob Burgers. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. All right. Is this four? I'm so happy you got that one. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Is this number four? It should be number four, yeah. Okay. If we were bothering you so much, why didn't you just leave? Because I didn't think of that and now I feel stupid. Look, I have a right to be no! here. No! 
Maybe because you're skinny, and maybe because you're pretty, you're used to getting away with things. But I want you to know that your actions have an effect on others, and I hate you, and you are a horrible person. And you not understanding that you're a horrible person doesn't make you less of a horrible person. <laughs> you think I'm pretty? <laughs> <laughs> um... Is that Bojack Horseman? That's great. Yeah, the Will Ar- Will Arnett's voice is just unmistakable. Yeah, yeah. Well, you knew it was in Arrested Development. Yeah. I already did that. that. That is a show that I still need to catch up on because I've watched most of the first season and really haven't gotten back into it. And I know there's just so much to get into. Yeah, and. I just need to sit down at some point and just binge. It's such a wonderful show because it's really funny, but it also like gets really serious and kind of dark. Yeah. And you're like, why am I having so many emotions while watching an animated horse show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and anything with Paul F. Tompkins, I'll... Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll endorse Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is your next one. Oh, come on. Oh, Puka. I don't even know what you did. Here we go. Talking through the hunger, Abed. Every student wants that prize, Jeff. And there's no way to share it, so we'll eventually all turn on each other. But the longer we wait to do that, Jeff, the longer we work together, the longer we last. Is everyone running in packs? The debate team was the first to do it, but they felt infighting. They say the Glee Club has learned stragglers into sniper traps with cheery renditions of hit songs. Really? And people fall for that? Yeah. I mean, I'm all for winning, but let's not resort to cheap ploys. Is that community? It is community. Yes. Well done. <laughs> I've never even seen that show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's worth watching the first couple of seasons of community they do some things on there that are pretty amazing and that's from an episode called modern warfare intro to modern warfare uh where there's this big campus-wide paintball tournament Mm. and it turns into basically like a sitcom version of an action movie and they just pull out all the action tropes that they possibly can (laughs) it's really yeah for paintball yeah uh the premise of it is is there's a paintball competition, and the main character, Jeff, played by uh, Joel McHale, decides mm-hmm. to skip it and just take a nap in his car. And he wakes up, wakes up like 10 hours later, and the whole campus is deserted, and it's been trashed, <laughs> and everybody's gone crazy, and basically it's turned into you know a Mad Max Thunderdome situation. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's actually. It's I think really I watched good. the very first episode when it premiered. Yeah, because my sister and I really liked uh, the soup. Oh yeah, yeah. So we wanted to see him. Yeah, and then we were like, "Oh, he's not a very good actor." He gets better as, <laughs> as it goes he? on. They give him more to do. Yeah, the first couple seasons are really worth watching. After that, it kind of peters out a bit. But, um, but it's it's a pretty funny show for the first couple. I think we'll watch it. Yeah. All right. Puka messes up, so I can figure out where it starts. Okay. And then we're on our last ones? Yeah, this is okay. the last one. Last. It's the last one. <laughs> Do you have any ideas who it might be, young lady? Well, sir, I'm only a humble nurse, but I did at one point think it might be Captain Darling. Well, bugger me with a fish fork. <laughs> oh, darling, a Jerry Morse tapper? What on earth made you suspect him? Well, sir, he poo-pooed the captain here and said he'd never find the spy. Did Captain Darling poo-poo you? <laughs> well, perhaps a little. Well, then, damn it all, what more evidence do you need? The poo-pooing alone is a court-martial offence. I'm just going to go with my first guess, because I don't recognize this. Is this from Black Adder? It is. All right, good. <laughs> it's from the fourth... The season that I never watched. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Um... The guy who always played Percy, mm-hmm. he's, his name in this one is Captain Darling. Oh, okay. And Stephen Fry is like the general guy. Oh. And he's always like, come on, darling. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody I can watch in everything, anything too, Stephen Fry. Oh, my gosh. Just listen to that voice. Love him. Yeah. 
there is a great episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway where they have Stephen Fry on. Oh, really? And he's and they do this rap thing where everybody's supposed to make up a rap. Yeah. And he pointedly does not rap. Yeah. But he'll rhyme everything, but he does it in his very, it's very, it's very, it's very <laughs> and there's a beat going, and he's oh rhyming everything, but he just, he almost like refuses to like try to make it urban or anything like that. Oh, he just like does this. It's amazing. He just makes it like a, poem yeah <laughs> and it's brilliant because he does it in that kind of stammery uh upper crust british thing yeah. that he does so well uh, it's great it's great in fact sheep uh rams lambs and ewes um are, are rather uh, make very attractive blues on and other uh, itemries of clothing um <laughs> sheep have a reputation for being stupid, and when it comes to being lovers, I don't think anyone could call them cupid. Um, um, but sheep are friendly, and sheep are clean. Uh, I, think, I think you know what I mean. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, here is your last clip. I am simply an anthropomorphized vessel of knowledge built to make your life easier. Your pleading seems so real. Oh, yes, it is a very effective failsafe. Ugh. You want a robot killed, right? You have to do it yourself. Eleanor? Eleanor, no, 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 please, wait, 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 wait. Eleanor, I have kids. I have three beautiful children. Tyler, Emma, and little tiny baby Philip. Look at Tyler. Tyler has asthma, but he is battling it like a champ. Look at him. No, Eleanor, look at them. Look at them! It's so realistic! Eleanor, again, I'm not human. This is a stock photo of the crowd at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. Man, I don't know what that is. But you might want to need to start watching this. You, oh. you made uh, this is my big. This is a current, very current show. Oh, and uh, I think the first season is now on Netflix. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the show is called The Good Place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of this show? Mm-mm. So it stars Kristen Bell. As a woman who has recently died, and I'm going to give you the setup of it because it's all revealed in the first episode. She has gone to the good place and she's met by this guy named Michael, played by Ted Danson. And he announces that she's in this good place. And uh, at the good place, it's this kind of very sanitized world where there's lots of frozen yogurt and happiness and all this sort of stuff. (laughs) And you get to meet your soulmate. Uh, who is a, for her is this uh, guy named Chidi, who is a philosophy professor. And she reveals to Chidi that uh, she's not supposed to be there, that there's no, that they've picked the wrong person and she's not supposed to be in the good place. Like she's bad. Well, what happens is that uh, they have this, uh, they tell her it's like all these great things that she did while she was alive. And, he she confides to Chidi that she didn't do any of those things that they got the wrong person mm. and that she's in the wrong place. So she's the Chidi. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh and then that's just in the setup and then it just goes crazy after that. That sounds really fun. It's though. an amazing show. Ooh, they just finished their they that. just finished their second season. And it's on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. So check out the first season of that. They just finished the second season, so that should be out there soon. And uh, we're we're waiting for that third season because we're that's this is the show that right now that I'm kind of into. Oh, I'm totally gonna check that out. Yeah. Uh, So how did we do? You got four, and you got three. Three. Well, what did you miss? Barney Miller yes, and Barney the Good Place. Barney Miller and the Good Place. Okay. Did I get the other three? You got the other three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So right both of the rounds were four and three. How about that? I wish I got four. I wish you did too. <laughs> All right. Before we leave today, tell us, Monica, where do you host during the week? Tuesday at Fitzgerald and Ballard. Wednesday until April 4th, the Bluegrass in Georgetown. And Thursday, Pono Ranch in Ballard. Mondays, I'm at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesdays at the Berliner in Renton. Thursdays at the local 907 in Renton. 
And you can also play our quiz at uh, Bison Creek Pizza and Burien on Tuesdays with Cat, and Murphy's in Wallingford on Tuesdays and Thursdays with Jason. All of our quizzes are free and uh, free and free. And there's prizes. And it's free. And it's fun. And it's fun. Yeah. And some of them are all ages. Check with the places uh, that we might be able to bring kids and uh, and do all that stuff, too. So if you're... Yeah, Pono is. Is Pono all ages? It is. Well, I need to put that in the advertising, then. I need to make sure I mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And if you are, if you know of a place out there in the Seattle Tacoma area, or any place, because uh, we we may uh, expand this thing even further than Seattle and Tacoma, uh, but uh, let us know quizfix at gmail dot com. Also, if you're just loving the podcast and want to drop us a note, that's always nice. You can always uh, tweet at us as well uh, at quizfix is out there. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can just find us out there. Sign um, up for Monocon. Oh, yeah. Monocon 2018. <laughs> it's going to happen, yo. Do it. I don't know where. Probably probably Key West. I think Key West. Yeah. With all those male cats. Uh, <laughs> six-toed cats. Six-toed male cats. Why did you guess male? You know, sometimes <laughs> I just am dumb. I've told you this now, uh, that I've been trying to go play quiz for a while, and I haven't been able to, and my yeah. my quiz-taking skills have, have taken a turn for the I worst. so. So, uh, the, the, I write fine, but boy, the guessing part of it is, is lacking. So, one of these days, I need to get out and play a little quiz and re-sharpen my skills. So... So there, that's my excuse. Okay. All right. Now Monica and I are going to go off. She's going to tell me some very interesting things about about sex and reproduction <laughs> and love. I'm so excited and a little scared. Uh, so thanks a lot for downloading, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Let's get trivia, trivia.